Standing Strong for Family, Faith, and Freedom. It's the SaveAmerica.com radio show, where you get it real and you get it straight. And now, from the left coast, here's your independent voice of reason, president of SaveAmerica.com, Randy Thomason. Who am I? That is a question that so many of us secretly ask, and we don't know the answer unless we look in God's Word and we get a sense of who we really are. You know, it's humbling to do so, to really ask that question and then to seek the answer. But so many of us just cover up the real answer and we go and get a false identity. Men do it, women do it, kids do it. America today is in an identity crisis, not because of the country, but the people that inhabit the country. We don't know who we are. And as a result, we're mistreating each other. Uh, Men mistreat women, women mistreat men, children are mistreated. We all mistreat each other, and we do much damage to ourselves when we really haven't answered the question, who am I really? And uh, to help us with this, because it's a crisis in America, I've invited on the SaveAmerica.com radio show Jennifer Strickland, who's a former model, and she uh, spent many years in her late teens and her early 20s really uh, doing it up in the model world um, when she was 18. She uh, got an agent and uh, went on the, uh, a lot of circuits. She was called the face of the 90s. You probably saw her on television commercials for Oil of Olay, Mercedes-Benz, Converse tennis shoes, Cherry Coke, Fanta Orange, remember that? Taco Bell and Vibrant Shampoo and many, many more. At the height of her career, she worked regularly with Giorgio Armani in Milan, Italy, and even appeared as Barbie in the doll's 35th anniversary in Italy, and was seen on the covers and in the pages of fashion magazines all across Europe. At 23, Jennifer Strickland discovered the surpassing love of Christ, and she left the modeling industry for good in search of a more authentic life. Jennifer, welcome to the SaveAmerica.com radio show. Thank you so much, Randy. Well, we're talking about identity because America is in a crisis. America needs uh, to know uh, who its people are. Each one of us needs to know who we are. And, uh, you know, I've I've sometimes debated who who causes more damage, men or women. Well, I think men cause more damage because they're bigger and stronger. (laughs) They can destroy more things. (laughs) However, women are uh, really, they're filing for divorce more Women are the gossipers more, and they they get irritated a lot more. I mean, my, my wife said, watch out what you say on this show, Randy. You're not a woman. But um, <laughs> would you agree with that? Well, I think that the women, more than anyone, are having the identity crisis. And I think that we can see that, you know, through the images that we see in the media. They say that uh, the average teenage girl sees 700 images from the media a day. And generally, the images that they see are airbrushed and Botoxed and, you know, uh, made up with plastic surgery. And and a lot of times, those images they see are very deceiving. You know, I know that from the modeling industry, you know, that the girls often have eating disorders and and are doing drugs and and there's a lot of sexual promiscuity and so forth in the in in the modeling industry and I saw that and I I was in it and around it for 
for nearly 15 years. And uh, what I see is that these images that the girls are seeing in the media become kind of like prisms that really distort the way that they see themselves. And so women today do not see themselves as beautiful and, and, and acceptable as they are because the media has taught them that they have to be different than what they are. We have to airbrush out all their flaws. We have to cut them up from top to bottom with plastic surgery to make them beautiful. And so what has happened with this generation of girls is they don't know who they are because they're not acceptable as they are. Yeah, they they really don't. Um, how disappointing to just uh, spend most of your life saying, I've got to look good, I've got to look good, I've got to look good, I've got to look perfect. And then you get older and you get wrinkles and, uh-huh. you know, your body starts deteriorating. This is what happens. We're all mortal. And you could have a very depressed last uh 30, uh, 40 years of your life if you set up a false identity in the first part of your life. Yeah, because what we're being taught, and this is what I was taught clearly in the modeling industry, is that we are what we look like, and our value is our body. Our body, if you, if you read any fashion magazine, you will see that the body is the power. The body is what makes you desirable as a human being. The body is what um, that really rates your worth on earth. And, you know, biblically speaking, and I became a Christian after I left the modeling industry, that is so wrong. You know, biblically speaking, the body is temporary. It will always be wasting away. And, as, you know, all we have to do is look at an 80-year-old woman to see that. And it is sad. And you know what is, is also sad is that it's not just in the last 30, 40 years of life when women are aging that they're starting to feel bad about themselves. It, we've got one in three high school girls showing symptoms of an eating disorder because real women's bodies have uh, fat on them. You know, real women's bodies develop cellulite, you know, early on. And, and what these girls see is these perfect images. And they can never be perfect enough. And so they're already having eating disorders at 12, 13, 14 years old. Yeah. Um, and uh, I've had a policy uh, for several years now that if I see a young girl in her parents' arms, her, her mother's arms or father's arms, I button my lip. I train myself to never say, oh, what a cute baby, what a cute girl. You know why? Because... I know that the girl is going to hear me say cute, and she's going to go, oh, I feel good. And she's going to subconsciously or consciously start on a track of uh, just trying to appear good and getting her identity out of her looks. I know it's not just what I would say, but other people say these things. I mean, am I, am I too radical in that? You know, I don't. I really don't think so. I think it's it, it's, and some might think you are, but, you know. But I find with my own daughter, I have a seven year old daughter, that it's better to focus on her character traits than it is on how she looks, because how she looks is always going to change. But her character, her character can help her develop a lasting beauty and a lasting authenticity and a lasting worth. You know, for me being in the modeling industry, my value was completely based on how cute and then pretty and then beautiful and then sexy and then skinny I was. It was always about how I looked. And and, and I had a, a serious crisis of self-worth 
never feeling perfect enough because really we're never going to get to perfect. You know, that's why I wrote my book, Girl Perfect. It's about girls that are in search of perfect, and that's what this world is telling them they need to find, the perfect body, the perfect image, the perfect look. You know, and they're never going to find that on earth because those things are always going to change. And so we can't teach our daughters to base their identity on something that's always going to change. We have to teach them to base their identity on the on something that is unchanging. So I would say to that baby, you are so precious. I would say to that little girl, you are precious because the Bible teaches they are precious. God says, my children are precious. My creations are precious. You know, those that look to me are radiant. So you can say, oh, how beautiful they are from the inside out, you know, how radiant they are. But I think the important thing is to focus on their value and their value is they are loved daughters of God. They are precious. And that's not going to change. When they're 80, they're still going to be precious. You know, just to, just to show you're as radically loving of people as I am in this way, that is exactly what I've tell, told them. Instead of saying, oh, what a cute baby, I say, what a precious baby. And the baby hears that. Um, and that, so we, we're bringing the soul out instead of focusing on the outside. Now, um, I got introduced to you when I was watching TV. I saw you doing an interview with a Christian host, and I uh, I wandered in the room and I said to my wife, uh, "Who is that? She she sounds strong, you know." And um, so I heard what you were saying. I say, "Yes, yes, this is great." She's talking about uh, women not getting their identity in their looks because that is a really harsh taskmaster, and then the host actually looked it through your book and said but you're beautiful and you rebuked him because that was not your identity anymore you said uh, no it's a, what's on the inside and i was just applauding you jennifer i mean that's really your spirit isn't it to fight for women's real identity you know it was hard for me to even want to break out the modeling pictures and 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 put them up on the screen when i speak at events and to put them in the book and the reason why is because Many of those photos uh, from when I was 16, 17, 18, 19, 21 years old uh, didn't tell the whole story. And, and, and that's why I wrote the book is because I may have looked happy and fulfilled in the picture, but I was going home and doing drugs. I may have looked uh, satisfied and happy and fulfilled and beautiful in the photo, but maybe I was you know, stopped in the metro, metro the night before, you know, and, and, and that's the thing. That's why I told the stories in the book of what the models lie, lives were like in the models apartments, the bulimia, the anorexia, the drugs, the, the constant search for approval, because I don't want the average girl in the world to be duped by what they see on the runway. Most of those girls on the runway are killing themselves to be thin. They're not having their periods because they're starving themselves, which is very unhealthy for women. You know, a lot of them are doing drugs to be that skinny, and a lot of them are empty, and I was empty. So when people say, oh, look at how beautiful you were in the photos, I want to say, can I just tell you what it was like behind the scenes? And that's why I was so raw and real in the book about the insane life (laughs) that we were all living behind the scenes of those photos. 
We're talking with former model Jennifer Strickland, uh, now a Christian, author of the book Gruel Perfect, uh, available in bookstores uh, and online, and her website where you can also purchase uh, books, DVDs, and uh, T-shirts. She's got a whole ministry based upon a real uh, identity for women that's secure. Uh, her website is Jennifer Strickland. .net strickland is spelled s t r i c k l a n d .net now jennifer there's uh, some women listening right now who say well you know i understand how models just spiral down because they're surrounded by paparazzi and the photographers and all of the junk in that world but i'm i'm not there i just want to look good. Um, my husband likes me looking good. Um, I, I, I'm frustrated. I spend uh, too much time in front of the mirror, perhaps. It takes a time to put on my makeup and my hair, especially if I got longer hair. And what is healthy and what is unhealthy for the average woman uh, in her appearance? You know, I really believe uh, that the experiences I had in the modeling industry and what we see in the media is just a mere reflection of the life of the average woman in America. And today I'm an average woman in America. I mean, I've got a six and seven year old kid. I've had a couple C-sections. I've got, you know, that little bit of belly fat that, you know, I'm fighting. I have that, you know, the cellulite on the back of my side. I am healthy, but I'm 36. You know, and my body is aging. And so I understand that struggle, and I think it is such a hard one. For me personally, I believe that I can only be the best that I can be in the skin that I'm in. When I go to the gym and I'm working out, if I spend all my time comparing myself to the other girls, wow, she's got breast implants, wow, she has a smaller waist, wow, she, you know, then they're com- looking at me and saying, wow, she has longer legs, wow, she has, you know, forget that, that's, that's so exhausting to play that comparison game, so number one, I, I think that we can only be the best that we can be in the skin that we're in, we can eat healthy, we can exercise, we can be at a healthy weight, I think all of that is really important, and our husbands signed up for that, by the way, I, I believe in, that beauty comes from the inside out, but I I don't let women off the hook in the fact that they have to take care of the bodies um, that God made in them because our bodies are the temples of God's spirit. And if we want to be strong in the spirit, we do need to be strong in the body. I do believe that. But, but perfect is never going to be possible, so we have to get over that. We have to give that up. Number two, we can't base our identity and our value on what we see in the mirror. You know, when, when uh, women's bodies are constantly changing, when we have babies, when we go through menopause, all this, it's always going to change. We cannot base our identities on what we see in the mirror. We have to base our identities on what we see in the mirror of God. And in the mirror of God, which is his word, every single day, when we look into God's eyes every day, he says, you are precious, you are my daughter, you're my creation, your body is my temple, you know, in which I want my spirit to reign and to dwell. So, no, you know, we, it, it, it's always going to be hard, but the more we base our identity on what's going to change, which is the other women we see at the gym and what we look like in the mirror, the more we're going to always be on a roller coaster ride. But if we base our identity on who we are in God's eyes every day, we have value and we have worth that doesn't change. Let me ask you some uh, short answer questions. Just your opinions. Breast implants. 
Oh, uh, that's a tough one. <laughs> well, I'll tell you. Look, it's become it's become an American topic. Uh, Carrie, yeah. Carrie Pregian, Miss California, did a great job standing up for marriage for a man and a woman on TV. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's now known that uh, the California pageant paid for her to have breast implants at age wow. 21. And that uh, she had posed in her late teens in semi-nude pictures, which she said at a news conference with Donald Trump, well, I didn't know that the wind was blowing open my top, and uh, Donald Trump actually pronounced to America, well, this is 21st century, the pictures are fine. And I'm wondering, um, is Carrie Pregian, uh, with her faults in this area, actually promoting to young women, even uh, teenagers who call themselves Christians, that it's okay to have breast implants, it's okay to pose semi-nude, as it might help you in a modeling career. This is what modeling is. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering about this. Yeah, I, I would, uh, you know, as much as I respect her for standing up for her beliefs, I would wholeheartedly heartedly disagree with that. Now, I have to say something. A lot of Christian girls and their mothers come to me and say, you know, she's got a really strong head on her shoulders. She's beautiful. Don't you think she should get into modeling? My answer is no. It's it's like James Dobson said about the public schools. He says, you take a white glove and you throw it into a pile of mud and you expect it's not going to get dirty. You know, I believe that women of faith have to protect themselves from those kinds of environments. And that is an environment where you are valued only for what you look like. And that is really not what God wants for his daughters. Now, I'm not going to argue with the concept of pageants, but I will say about the breast implants, if your value is based on the size of your breast, you are a sad, sad soul. <laughs> you know, because once again, that's going to change. You know, and and it doesn't give you lasting beauty. And um, there are situations with breast deformities and things like that that I have heard of. You know, I'm not going to judge that. But Isaiah says it's between the potter and the pot, and he is the potter. We are the pot. He was happy with the way he made us. And and this is a lie that we have to look different to be valued and acceptable and applauded and beautiful. That's a bunch of lies. It really is. And I I could easily get breast implants. I could have easily done it. Most of my friends have done it. And I'm standing firm. And the reason why, and hey, girls, get a great bra. Go to, go to Victoria's Secret, get a great bra. But I'm standing firm because I don't want my daughter to believe that that makes her somehow more valuable or beautiful. It just doesn't. Well, thank you for your honesty. I wanted to ask you that hard question. You've given me an honest answer, and uh, I just want to see your ministry and your voice go forward, and I would encourage our listeners to uh, go and visit your website, uh, jenniferstrickland.net. Sign up for your updates. Uh, And uh, if, if women in America, Jennifer, had a strong identity, either that I have value that you know innate value that is not based on looks or uh even better uh those who are are christians say my identity is in jesus christ i have a spiritual identity and i need to please him rather than trying to please myself or please others how do you think families would be changed how do you think our culture would be changed uh, we would be so much more outward focused you know when you get your focus off the bathroom mirror, 
your focus off the comparison game with other women, your focus off men thinking that your whole role is to please, please the man standing in front of you and you get your focus on God, you know, you change. You, you become someone who reflects his image in the world, not the image of the world. You know, God's desire is that we would look to him for our identity reflect his heart and his beauty in the world. You know, Psalm 50 verse 2 says that God was perfect in beauty. But Isaiah 43 says that Jesus had nothing in his outward appearance that made him attractive. Therefore, beauty is not based on outward appearance. He was a perfectly beautiful God in a man, in, in a man's body, in Jesus' body, that had nothing in his outward appearance that was attractive. And yet throngs of people followed him wherever he went. Why? Because it was a beauty of the heart. It wasn't because he looked like Brad Pitt. It was because he had a beauty of the heart. He cared about people. He fed people. He loved them. He, he washed their feet. He healed. He, you know, he served. And ultimately, the, you know, the ultimate perfect love died on the cross. That is beauty to God, to serve humanity uh, sacrificially. So what would happen? Oh, our, our country would be so different. We, would be, we wouldn't be so worried about producing 4,000 kinds of salad dressing for us. We would be going to third world nations and feeding people who can't even get a tablespoon of Tylenol, which is what a lot of the missionaries and a lot of good organizations are doing. What would happen? We would get our eyes off of ourselves. You know, that's what would happen. And the family would be different. The family would be different because the woman, look at Snow White, the story of Snow White. What was wrong with Snow White? Well, she went off and running because her stepmother was focused on her beauty in the mirror. She's staring at the mirror, mirror, mirror on the wall. You know, what happens to her daughter? What happens to the evil queen's daughter? Well, she she goes off and running and ends up with a bunch of dwarves. You know, what happens when the women in America are focused on the mirror? Their daughters go off and running looking for Prince Charming to sweep them away. They, the women in the home, if they weren't so focused on themselves, they would be, we wouldn't have nearly as much of this teenage pregnancy and all this other stuff. Our daughters going off and running becoming promiscuous because they would get their love tanks filled at home. But women are too focused on themselves, and we have, to get, we have to get our eyes off of ourselves and make lasting impact in the world through our home and, and, and through our country and, and throughout the world. That's my belief. Yeah. It just closing here, you've talked about uh, the, the, the kids, uh, where we need to say, say the girls, the young girls, uh, you're precious instead of you're cute. Um, you talked about promiscuity, how these thoughts about getting identity and looks really play themselves out. In um, adolescence, um, how uh, uh, girls dress, um, and then uh, do they uh, get sexually active? Uh, look, if you know this just as well as I do, and you know it better, that if girls are trying to get attention and identity for how they look, they are going to give away their virginity. They're going to get a disease. They're going to get pregnant out of wedlock. They're going to have broken hearts and regret. And this is what starts the hardening of the heart if someone uh, blows it in this way because they had a false identity. And then, uh, really, there's a lot of people who just become angry at themselves, angry at God, angry at other people. And, and it contributes to the mess that America is becoming. It is so true. And, you know, for me personally, that's why I share about everything I went through in the book. You know, at one point I was raped. You know, I just, I shared about it all. And I shared about wanting to kill myself. 
because my identity was based on men, mirrors, and magazines. It was based on the guy standing in front of me, what kind of approval I could get from him, the bathroom mirror, trying to be perfect, trying to please the mirror, and then and trying to measure up to the girls in the magazines. And it was exhausting. And it, it is a roller coaster ride. And I get letters, Randy, from girls, women, literally all over the world, dying of anorexia, dying inside from sexual abuse, dying inside from the promiscuity, from the abortion, from the infidelity. And I just want to scream out to them and say, quit looking to the men, mirrors, and magazines for your identity. Look to God for your identity. A, he can forgive you and heal you. And B, he can free you to become who he made you to be and have the kind of impacting, lasting lasting change on the world that he wants from you you know you can you can do more and but as long as we are trying to get our approval from men and from how we look and from measuring up to the images in the media we will always be you know grasping at straws and that's why i just believe more than anything and that's why i left the modeling industry i left because i found uh jesus christ to be totally honest and I found a perfect love, and it was enough for me. God's love became enough for me, and it healed me and freed me, and now he can use me in the world, and I'm whole, and I'm happy, and I, my body's not perfect, my wardrobe's not perfect, my husband's not perfect, my life's not perfect. <laughs> but I'm in love with a perfect God, and that's enough. That becomes enough for you. Yep, it'll be perfect in heaven. Uh, That's right. <laughs> uh, That's right. The Proverbs thirty thirty one says, Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord shall be praised. Jennifer Strickland, I thank you for being on the SaveAmerica.com radio show. Hey, if you, if you can uh, repent, you know, every American woman can change. We're going to do a show on how to, how men need to change as well, but but women um, have a have a great influence upon the family and upon the culture. And I appreciate you being a fragrance to America and being with us today. Thank you so much, Randy. It was such an honor for me, and I just really really enjoyed it. Thank you. Well, Jennifer's website is jenniferstrickland.net. Her book is called Girl Perfect. And I encourage you to get it and give it to your daughters. Give it to your uh, girlfriends. Uh, we, uh, we need to establish who we are, who we really are. And as a born-again Christian, I know that when I know the truth about who God is, the truth about who I am becomes easier. I also need to know the truth about the devil. Uh, I need to have real mental health. And um, we've got to really focus on our youth. We are losing our youth. We are losing our culture because parents aren't parenting properly. And we've got to really stop teaching our girls. Their value is based on their looks. Even the boys, your value is based upon what you do. We actually have to do character development. Our value is based on in God. And our approval from God is based upon who we are in our character and thus in our behavior. But um, Jennifer has given us a good illustration of that uh, just living based upon identity and looks and trying to please others is a very harsh taskmaster which will eat you alive and hurt other people around you unless you get your character right. And she got her character right when she submitted to Jesus Christ. So thanks for being with us here on today's SaveAmerica.com radio show. Keep listening. Spread the word. Forward this podcast to others. We'll talk with you next time. Bye-bye. 
You've been listening to the SaveAmerica.com radio show with Randy Thomason. Your support and participation make all the difference. Empower us to reach more people by giving a gift today at SaveAmerica.com. SaveAmerica.com radio.